0: And I like it when people are chatty. I don't like it when people just sit there and just pretend that they don't know anyone. And, you know, I'm really thankful that we have a friendly church. And we want to welcome you all today. So good. What a great Sunday. Can you believe it is like February? Where is January gone? Like, seriously. I'm just like, my head is still spinning and like... February's an expensive month for me. I've got two birthdays. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, the school just started and and everything. All the parents there, aren't you glad that your children is back to school? (laughs) No more headaches. Uh, No, maybe not. But, you know, it's always good to to have... um, you know, some some stuff that you talk about and, you know, for our connection time, you know, the service doesn't end when the sermon's finished. Trial. It continues on to the... Um yeah. To the foyer where we have hospitality. So I encourage you to stay behind. I know most of you stay behind, and I'm just thankful for that because that's where you create connection. That's where you create friendship. You know, and you know, team team nights on tonight, guys. For all your team leaders and for all the people that are about to um, volunteer, please come tonight. Please bring a plate of food to share. Don't just bring KFC. Don't just bring some chips down the road. Right. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But if everybody bought KFC, come on, we'll be like flying like chickens.
1: Yeah.
0: So, all right, so tonight. Well, yesterday, what an amazing day yesterday. We had the girls gather for the first ever wow. Women of Impact breakfast. We had it at the Moore Cafe, and we had 63. Wow. 63 people. Brilliant. And I think there'll be more women. It's just that, you know, people always had... You know some other um, you know commitments, which is fine, but if you weren 't there, then you missed out uh, <laughs> but no it 's fine i mean there 'll be other events for women, so make sure women gather the girls and there is a, a save the date that we have at the connect at the ask me desk that you can avail yourself to, and then you can put that on the fridge it 's even got a magnet at the back yeah. so that you are able to. That and be a reminder for you to come along. Well, this week there's so many things. I mean, church news. Can you figure all all that out? Well, there's so many things going on in church life. You know, one of the things that we have is that, you know, it's like a plane. You know, the most important thing is the the um, takeoff and the landing, right? We're taking off as a church because it's the beginning of the year. Too many things happening. So I want you to make sure you stay connected in our socials, listening to the church news, and also just ring the office if you're not sure and someone will answer. This week, starting this week, is our Connect Group. Yeah, Daryl and I are the Connect Group leaders, and we are so excited that to launch this year um, for Connect Groups. And so, if you are not in a Connect Group, or if your Connect Group um, you want to change, there's a. <laughs> not. <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to. Just saying. There are other Connect Groups available, um, and it's at this side, at the you know just as you walk in the foyer there's a list there that you can actually avail yourself to. we have a connect card I don't have a connect c- card in front of me can someone just grab it quickly please um yeah so one of the things that's new that I want to um, bring to your attention And um, where's Chi Chi stand to your feet Chi. Chi is holding a new connect group called Pool Connect. P-O-O-L. Like, not pool as in swimming. Pool is being, you know, those sticks, <laughs> the sticks, the cue thing. Um, so, blokes or anybody, it's online, it's all for everybody. Okay? It's open for anyone. If you like to play pool, then you need to bring your cues and... Sorry? Oh, no, you don't need to bring cues. It's already there. So just show up, right? So pull Connect at Calumvale. So here it is. I know you're just, you know, thinking, oh, my gosh, what are you talking about? Anyway, so here's the Connect group cards, everybody. So make sure you um, grab one of them. There's a list of all that. Pastor Cheryl's also doing one. And we as Connect group... Doesn't me will be doing for new people. Okay, so if you are new in a church, in church life, and you want to have dinner with us, I can cook pretty good. Yeah. So come along, it's called Table for 12, and so I'm going to hunt you down sometimes today. I'm going to invite you to come to our place and have some time of connection. Prayer Oh my goodness, I want to just promote this because three days of prayer and fasting, we do this every year, and it's important for us to empty our stomachs and fill ourselves with God's spirit. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, so please make sure, we this, I know we do, do this every year, we have a few ways that you can fast, you know, and so um, just go to the Ask Me Desk if you want to know more about those different types, and I'm sure some of you already knows that, but please make room, okay, don't just um, think about this as, a, oh, well, it's just three days, whatever, I'll just do whatever I want. Please make room. It's, it's, a, it's a time for us to consecrate ourselves. Yeah. That will be a good thing. And then we launch into Vision Sunday next Sunday, which is also great for our church because our church needs vision direction and that's what we're going to share with you next Sunday. Um, oh, with the Presence Night also, after, after the prayer and fasting, that Friday night we're going to have uh, Presence Night and combined with... Uh, some different churches that are around in Logan City, and that's uh, such a great thing. Yeah. If you've been in our presence night before, that will be a, a night that you wouldn't want to miss because it's a gathering, it's about unity amongst the churches, and so we encourage that. So please make sure you're here for that night, and it's going to be an awesome night. Well, today, today is a significant day, it's a sacred day. It's a special day and it's one of the times that I look forward to in church life. One of the times that I'm a bit nervous about as well is that we have the anointing service today. It's, um, It's a year where we purpose in our calendar to have an anointing service. So what that basically means is that we give people an opportunity to get prayed for today and be anointed with oil as we're believing for the Holy Spirit to anoint us for all that he has for us this year. You know, at the end of my sermon, we will call those who would like to be prayed for and anointed with oil. We will put a little dot on your forehead there, okay? and a dot of oil. And it's a biblical practice and it's basically just a point of contact.
1: Right.
0: We're not going to put a whole bottle of oil there and oh get gosh. you all rub it in like it's just a, a dot. Point of contact, basically symbolizing a mark, a seal yeah. of God, by God. We will then stand in faith, pray and believe with you that 2024 will be a year of more yes. be a year of that you will see with clarity more of God's faithfulness, more of God's goodness and the fulfillment of God's promises over your life. so if you're a new person here today just relax okay for our online community just relax today is a good day. And we want to pray for you as well. We don't want to weird you out, okay? The anointing service is not about being weird or being super spiritual. It's practical today. And so I want to preach just a quick message today to be able to just show, to share with you what God has put in my heart. If you don't want to be prayed for, that's completely fine. We're not going to push you to do that. But who wants... Who don't want to be prayed for? I mean, you know, it's good. So... If for you, for the online community, if you would like to put in your prayer request, because obviously um, we're going to stop at the end of the, the sermon. Um, we won't be able to anoint, physically anoint you with oil. Why don't you put in the chat some of the things that you want to be prayed for and our prayer team will, and our church will also pray with you and stand with you on that. Well, this year, I'm prophesying and declaring and announcing to you today that this year is a year of breakthrough for our church that yeah. this year is a year of abundance for our church yeah. that this year is a year of favour for yeah. our church yeah. I am yeah. so excited because you know what, I know I don't know what 2023 like was for you or 2022 or any other 20s out there but I'm declaring today and I want you to join with me in belief and stand in the fact that this year is God's, is God's year, it's God's fulfilment for your life, it's God's favor for our church. It's God's favor for our community. It's God's favor for your friendships, for your relationships, for everything that you are believing for today. Stand in faith in that. I can't give you the hunger that I have but what I can give you today is an impartation it's, it's yeah. not a, just an excitement or a hype but it's a hunger that God has more for us God has more for you God has more for our church yeah. and I can't give you that I can only tell you that God's been faithful to us, that God has been so good to us. And I want you to see the great things. I want you to see better this year. I want you to see the, you know, with with clarity, like 2020 vision. I want you to see God's goodness because sometimes we get sidetracked. We get sidetracked and we go, oh, well, you know, the things are happening here. I want you to have a laser focus this year. The laser focus of God is the fact that you want God's favor, then you got to be able to be in yeah. the in the center of what God wants us to do. So I'm looking forward to this year. You know, when I graduated Bible College in 1999, a group of my classmates came along and go, and they they, they basically kind of you know hover me, hover over me, and said this scripture, and I was like okay, that's really good. And at that time, being 1999, you know, I was ready to take on the world and didn't know what's going on with my life. But I really believed that scripture. It was a tangible moment for me. It was, a, it was like one of those things that I shifted in my spirit. And I want to declare that over you today. I want each and every one of you to stand to your feet. For our online community, I want you to stand to your feet. If you're sitting down or if you can't really stand up, but just, just declare and utter these words with me. It's in Luke 4, verse 18 to 19, and this is what it says. I want you to say it out loud, okay? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Do you believe that?
1: You may take your seat.
0: Today, I want to take a moment to talk to you about the mark of the anointing. The title of my message today is Marked. There are many different versions of this scripture in the Bible. There are many different perspectives, but there's one that says in the New King James, and it's not on the screen, I just want to read it to you. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom. To the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, and then there's other um, uh, versions where it says in the Amplified Bible, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, which is the Messiah, because He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release, pardon, forgiveness to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy." to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day when salvation in the favor of God abound greatly. What a powerful declaration of Jesus' mission and purpose. And I don't know about you, but when you stood up and uttered those words, something happened in your spirit. I'm believing that something has shifted in your heart because more often than not, we just look, you know, we just living and keep living the life that we have and not, as Pastor Darrell was saying, sometimes forgetting the purpose and the mission and we, we just like kind of the wanderer, like, you know, we just go, oh, I go there, I go here, I go to work, I go to sleep, I go eat and that's it. But I want to tell you today that God has a purpose for you, that God has a mighty plan for your life. You are not. Not a lost wandering soul like just thinking about oh well I'm going to wait till I die when I'm 80 or six you know whatever the, the date or the mark or the expiry, date, the expiry date that God has for you God has something for you and you need to run that race and God wants to you to run that race not on your own strength but the race that the anointing of God that's in your life <laughs> This scripture is an invitation and as a call to us as his followers to continue the mission, the mandate and the mantle of Jesus. And by uttering those words, I'm really believing that your spirit has been awakened today. That your spirit, those, those things that are like, nah, you know what, I'm just like, yeah, go through life. And that's it. What are you marked for? Yeah. What are you marked for? Because I, really be- that we, I believe that we serve a God that is alive. Yes. He is not dead. Yeah. We serve a God that is alive and well and, wa- and, and co- creative God that wants the purpose to be fulfilled in your life. You know, there is something about the anointing and the speaking that go hand in hand. I don't know where you are to, in your relationship with God today, in terms of, you know, if you're still wondering what God has for you. Because I'm looking in a room full of people that has the answer. You are the answer to this hope, to this hopeless, lost, confused, dying world. You are the answer. Do you believe that? You are the answer. You are the light to the world. And God has put you in places and spaces that some of us can't go to. And God has put you there for a specific reason. God has called you for such a time as this. For a place, for such a place. And for such a task. If you are still wondering what your purpose in life is, get on your knees and God, ask God, God, what do you have me do for this year? Don't go year after year not knowing what you are doing. If you're doing it's like going to work, maybe that is your mission field. Yeah. Sometimes it's not just about standing in the pool, it's not about just working in the church. Where you are now, God's anointed you for that. You're, you're a teacher, you're a plumber, you're an electrician, you're, you're um, a tradesperson, you're a concrete. you're, you're wh- whoever, and whatever you do. You're a swim coach. <laughs> Whatever you do, you look after old people. You're a mom. You're not just a mom. You're a mighty woman of God. You're a mighty woman of God. You're a grandparent looking after your kids. You don't despise that. God has anointed you for such a time, for such a place, and for such a task. Oh, goodness. I've just lost my blood here. So when I read the scripture, it encourages my soul. It puts courage, it infuses courage into me because it's not about the adrenaline.
1: Yeah.
0: It's about the anointing.
1: Yeah.
0: Zechariah 4.6 says this, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We all have the anointing is one yeah. of my points today. Can I tell you, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are a God follower, then you have the anointing of God. Yes. Yeah. You have the anointing of God. Don't doubt it. You have the anointing. Don't yeah. just sit there think oh yeah, whatever. Whatever she's talking about. You have the anointing of God. Yeah. 1 John 2.20 says, but you have an anointing. From the Holy One. Who's the Holy One? Jesus, the Messiah. He's the anointed. Jesus, Christ. Christ is not Jesus' last name. Christ is the anointed one. So he's the Holy One that has anointed you. And all of you know the truth. It's not a truth. Everybody has their own versions of truth, right? Right. It's not a truth. It's not your own truth. It's the truth. It's the way. And that is Jesus. John 10, 27, It's not on your screen. But my sheep. We are referred to as sheep. We're not hairy, but we're sheep. It says, listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I wonder what... Are you hearing? What are you listening to? Right. Because Jesus is calling. He's always calling. Sometimes we're always on our phone. It's not, you know, it's not there. He's calling you, saying, Briar. Briar. Are you gonna answer my call this year? Are you gonna be committed to this year? God's calling you. God's calling you. Janine, are you answering God's call? Jesus is calling each and every one of you today. He's moving today. I can see it. I can sense it. The presence of God is in this place. Johnny, God has a mark for you. God has a purpose for you you're not just a dad, I don't know what you do for work but God has a purpose for you he's zeroed in on you don't despise that you have a heart for worship not because it's just what I see or what I know but God has a heart you have a heart for God in worship Jared you're not a wanderer you're not lost get back God knows your heart. And God knows you're seeking him. And he wants you to listen to what he's calling you to do next. So this, 1 John 2.20 was saying that this is the apostle speaking to his community. It's not just for the king, but it's for the king's people. What is true of the king is true of the kingdom. What is true of the king is true of the people. You are set apart, you are empowered and protected for a divine purpose. The Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of us and the anointing of the Holy Spirit becomes available to us. The Spirit is not given in part, doesn't have a lay-by system, but he does not, he does not come in portions Or doses, he's there. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit went whoosh! The anointing of God. What is the anointing? It's not about charisma, it's not about confidence. It's not about appearances. You look through the Bible, there are a lot of people that thought that they were going to be the next one and going to be appointed as a, the next person. And God did not choose them. Why? Because anointing is not about charisma. It's not about you being able to speak or looking good and whatever. But it's about your heart. It's about the humility of your heart. The anointing is not about a, you know it's, a, it's it's not a dab or a sign or a magic potion that 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 puts on your forehead. It's actually a sweet almond oil mixed with an essential oil. And that's what we're going to put on you today. It's a fragrance aroma when you enter the room. It is Christ yeah. in you. It is Christ in you. Yeah. Have you ever walked in a room where there's a sweet-smelling aroma. It's not the person's perfume. It's Christ in them. You know, we're going to start our, the next round of skilling of Queensland, so I train ships tomorrow. But the last lot when we had people, because they didn't know that this was a church, they always go, every time I come here, I feel peace. Actually, one of them actually said, this room smells really good. And we've got rotten stuff coming on. Like, like not not rotten, but like, you know, um, you know, there's food stuff in there. And, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, there's not, I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, sometimes the stench of the broccoli. But anyway, um, okay, stop right there. I'm just saying that... <laughs> composure? Um... Yeah, so there's a sweet-smelling aroma in this room. You know, my counseling room up there, that is bathed with prayer. The prayer team goes up there. And so every single time, you know, they go up there and they go, oh, wow, this is really, they feel something. And I'm so thankful that my room is bathed in prayer. So, you know, it's a sweet-smelling aroma. It's the overflow. It's the what oozes out in us for all to see. It's the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of believer. So if you're a believer today, the Holy Spirit is indwelling inside of you. It's God's empowerment in you and protection for you to do His work. The anointing is a mark. It's a seal for our hearts by the Holy Spirit to identify us as a believer. The marking is not so God can remember but it's for you to remember the benefit yeah. and remind you that you are his yes. 2 Corinthians 1:21 yes. to 22 in New, New King James says this and it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. There is a guarantee in our spirit that God is for us and you are his. There's two types of anointing that I want to just sort of tell you today. It's inner anointing is in you. The outer anointing is upon you. Inner anointing is for you. Outer anointing is for others. Inner anointing affects my walk. Outer anointing affects my work. Inner anointing steals me. It brings me peace. Outer anointing stirs me. It releases power. Inner anointing teaches me. Outer anointing is transferable. You can't transfer inner anointing. You cannot impart your devotion life to somebody else. I can't make you hungry for God. That's right. You're going to have to do that yourself. Yeah. I can't make you want God for yourself. You're going to have to go to your, on your hands and knees and ask God to fill you with his spirit afresh. Three reasons why we are anointed. Number one. And I want you to believe this for yourself. I am consecrated. It's the number one reason why we are anointed. I am consecrated. You are consecrated. Joshua 3, 5 says this, Consecrate yourselves for the Lord will do amazing things among you. I am set apart from the world. I am still in it, but I'm not of it. I see a lot of people, young and old... There's, they're a Christian, but they are like, their feet is here and their feet is there and, and everywhere. And, you, you know, you're walking around not being in purpose for God. You are set apart from the world. Yeah. Consecrate yourself. What does that mean, consecrate? Mean means you are knowing to identify yourself that you are set apart for God. Don't let the culture of today define who you are. Don't conform to the patterns and paths of today's trends, but be transformed by what? How can you consecrate yourselves? By reading God's word, by meditating on it day and night, by getting rid of your filthy language. These are like, you know, these are not, you know, it's it's spiritual things, but it's, you know, it's not like, it's practical things. Yes. Right. How can you consecrate yourselves? By saying no to the things that are not godly. By allowing God to correct you. By being humble. Consecration goes hand in hand with humility. Romans twelve two, the message Bible says this. If you want to consecrate yourselves, here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Place your life before God as an offering. Embracing God, what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Young people, don't fit in. Don't fit in. Stand out. Stand out. You are called to stand out. Instead, it says fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside and out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops you to well-informed maturity in you. It sums it all up, doesn't it? You want to be consecrated? Don't be be dictated by the patterns and paths in the culture of this world. It is Christ that promises us the promises are realized in our life and it's in Christ that the blessing is realized in our life. Number two, why we are anointed. Number one, we're not just consecrated, but number two is I am commissioned. You are commissioned. Not only am I, commis- am I in Christ, commissioned in Christ, but with, with all of you with all of you. I'm commissioned to go outside on mission and tell people about Jesus. When was the last time you told G- someone about Jesus? Not in a weird way or in a spooky way. Oh, oh, hi, do you know Jesus? Not that that's spooky or weird, but some people get, get weirded out by things like that. Like... You know, the lady, like, I don't know, I'm, I, you know what, I'm, one of the things that frustrates me is going to the supermarket and there's no people. You just got to scan it yourself. And there's this, oh, unidentified, oh, you know, product or, you know, the, and it's like, and then I have to go, oh, um, you know, I'm always having the, the problem of having too much in my bag or something's not right and I just, you know, so I want to go to see people. Even there's one there, I'll just stand there like, Nigel. And you know I start talking. Hey, how are you going? How's your day being? You had a good day today? Oh, how, what time did you start? You know, it's, it's really hot out there, but, you know, I'm thankful that you're in, a, in an air conditioning. You know, just things like that. It's about being kind. It's about being practical. It's not about saying, you know, turn or burn, you know. Like, you don't say things like that. You know, if you don't know Jesus, you're going to hell. Like, you don't say that. We know that that's true, but, you know, you want to say to people, you know, God loves you. God loves you. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. I'll come back tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's just, so you're commissioned to go outside on mission and tell people about Jesus. You're commissioned to serve people. You're commissioned to break bondages. You're commissioned to help other people. You're commissioned to help people recover from addictions and other life-controlling problems. You're commissioned to help the lost. And some people don't know that they are lost because they don't think they're lost. But they do know when they're lonely. They do know when they're hungry. When They, they do know when they're heartbroken. Yeah. They do know when they get offended.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, this is what we do. Is that we are commissioned to be Practical. The anointing is not for show, or for status, or for, for, um, for something else, but it's for service. Yeah. Jesus lived a life marked for service. Jesus gave his life in service to mankind. He lived out his message through serving others. Who are you serving today?
1: Yeah.
0: Some people just serve themselves help themselves be selfish be self-absorbed I want you to look outside this year church I didn't get to say this to the women yesterday because it was kind of mayhem yesterday but I want to encourage all the women in our house to come alongside to someone this year walk the journey together don't be a loner don't be a lost wandering person thinking you don't have any friends well that's because you just probably repel people I don't know but I want you to come alongside people this year for all our mature age people in the house I love you you bring wisdom you bring wisdom you have a lot to offer you've lived life and I'm looking for you to come alongside me I'm looking for you to help me in my life's journey because I'm still young I'm nearly 50 but I'm still young but I'm looking for you for all the young people don't despise the old people here don't go oh they're old they don't know nothing what would they know well they actually do know a lot they've lived life longer than you have and I want to encourage you to go to them to go and say you know what Let's go over a cup of coffee. I mean, you know, that might be weird, you know, but you know who you'd connect with, okay? In fact, not all, just the women. I want all of you. There's some men in the house here that you can be a father figure to. I want you to do that. Don't. You're commissioned to help the broken. You are commissioned to help people With no parents. You are commissioned to help those who are lonely and downtrodden. You're commissioned to do that. Acts 10.38 says this, And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Notice the scripture says that Jesus went around doing good. It didn't say Jesus went around feeling good, did it? You know, I have seen people use the anointing of God as a power trip. The anointing of God is on your life, your commission to do is for practical ways. The Holy Spirit that lives inside of us is not meant to be spooky or to be super spiritual. We are marked by God, set apart by God to help people. The great commission is our permission. We are all commissioned to play a part in extending the kingdom of God here on earth. It's not for the select few. It's not for the fivefold ministry of pastors, teachers, evangelists, apostles, and prophets. We all have the anointing. The third one that I want to declare to you, to you're going to have to walk out with this today is that the reason why you're anointed is because you are courageous. I am courageous. I am courageous. I don't know what this year is going to bring and whatever it may look like for us, but what I'm believing for is that there are lots of things that God has planned for our community, for our church, for you individually, for your family, for your relationships, for your friendship, every sphere, every place, every nook and cranny that you are in. God has a purpose for you. I don't know what twenty twenty four will bring. But I'm declaring today that I'm ready. Are you ready?
1: Yeah.
0: Now that's a bold statement. Pretty scary actually. Whatever God brings, I'm ready. Church, can you be ready with me? Can you be courageous with me?
1: Yeah.
0: Can you stand to your feet and be courageous? Be, be, be counted. Yeah. I'm believing for God's favor for, this, for our church. 2024 is a new season for our church. You know, as pastoral team, we've made a few adjustments in the way we do things because we want to make room. We want to make room for what's to come. We want to get prepared. Yeah. And Vision Sunday is next week, and we're going to unveil that to you. Pastor Tony is going to talk about that but we sowed some seeds last year and this year and continuing to do so and we went about to do work we weren't idle, we got busy because we don't know which one will be successful we're just waiting for God God's favour and blessing and he knows what it is he knows what it is this is a new season church and in every new season we need a fresh anointing we need a fresh anointing last year's anointing will not work for this year's work there are fresh anointing waiter waiting for the greater favor that God is going to bring in our lives and bring in us. Every season of your life and every level you're going to go to a new level, then you need a new a fresher anointing. Fresh anointing is a sign that greater opportunity, greater favor is coming. And with that there will also be greater opposition. Yeah. You won't see greater favor without greater adversity. People coming against you to divide and work against you. But you and I are anointed to be courageous. You and I are anointed to be commissioned. You and I are anointed to be consecrated. I'm ready. There may be a Red Sea that needs to be crossed, but I'm confident that God is going to open them up to get us to where he needs us to be. God wants to pour fresh anointing today, over our life. He wants to anoint your mouth, your hands, and your heart. God knows what you need, who you need it, and when you need it. We are anointed, church. Never forget that. Not only are you anointed personally, we are anointed corporately. There is an anointing that resides on the house. And when you're in the house, the blessing that comes on the house also flows to the individual that is you. And when you are blessed as an individual, the house is blessed as a result. Yeah. I don't know what 2024 will eventually, will eventually play out, but I believe that we will see more clearly, we will see it with clarity, and we will speak more boldly, yeah. and we want to walk humbly before God. Church, why don't you stand to your feet and get Pastor Tony to come and talk to us today about it.
1: what a great word? Why don't you give Pastor Marichelle a big hands? Thank you. We do this every year. The weekend before Vision Sunday, and we do it purposely. Uh, It's a very intentional Sunday uh, for us because we want to go into Vision Sunday and uh, begin the journey of the year. Uh, knowing that every one of us are marked by God, every one of us are marked by God to have a place and play a part in the building of his kingdom and in the building of his house and, and also for our personal lives, that our lives this year would would, would just move forward and we'd, we'd have a confidence about that. Uh, we would know that we're, we're, we're fully consecrated. Uh, we, we would know that we're commissioned by the hand and the plan of God and that we would know uh, that that God has just got so much more uh, for us, so we need to be very bold and very courageous. That was a command given to Joshua, be courageous this year. We're going to pray for people right now. We're going to do this as quickly as we can. So we're going to have our pastors come and stand. We're going to have four stations at the front here, if you've not been involved in this before. And uh, what we're going to do, when you come out, We're going to anoint you with oil. As Pastor Marischal said, we're going to dab some oil uh, on your forehead, and we're going to pray for you. We're not going to pray for five minutes for every person economically. We we just can't do that. And so we're going to pray quickly uh, for you because it's not about the length of prayer. And it's not about who prays for you, so there's no favourite. Uh, just come, stand uh, in front of uh, one of the team, and uh, the pastors will lay hands on you, pray for you, and then you can go back to your seat. So we're going to have our service team manage uh, how we come out row by row. So our service team is going to come and stand down uh, between the aisles and just give you uh, some direction on that. Why don't you take your seats uh, right now? I'm going to ask our pastors to come and uh, stand across the front, get ready to pray, and uh, we're going to put some music video uh, on for you. But before we do, we're going to pray for our online community right now before we say goodbye to them this morning. So church, I wanted to reach out your hand. I know you can't see these people, but they can see us this morning. They've been participating in this service. We don't want them to miss out. We want to pray for them. We can't physically anoint them with oil, but we're going to pray and believe God uh, to do something special in and through them uh, this year. Father, we thank you for our online family, for our online community. We love them. We love the fact that every Sunday they're participating uh, with us. And we don't want them to miss out today. And so we pray today, Lord, uh, that they would know very much that they are uh, fully consecrated uh, by your hand and your plan, that they are commissioned for your purpose, Father. And I pray they'd be very courageous this year in the way they believe and express their faith and walk out this journey. Bring blessing and increased measure is what we pray for every single one one of them in jesus name may this year be a year of unusual favor for them is our prayer today in jesus name amen amen Want to wish our online community a great day have an amazing week thank you very much for joining in with us today we're going to